Today's episode of the Be Bodega is brought to you by Apex Apparel. Apex Apparel is your one-stop shop for all your company's needs, from branding, screen printing, and embroidery, to promotional products, marketing, websites, and events. We look to be more of a partner than a provider and grow together to achieve your goals. Design, brand, market your way. Apex Apparel. Contact them today at 865-454-8765. Again, that's Apex Apparel. And welcome to today's episode of the Beat Bodega. You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. All right. We're recording a special uh, bonus bodega. We're about to uh, start a small introduction to the G-Funk era. What's oh, up? boy. <laughs> What's up, G-Funk? Um, not much, man. It's a little self-indulgent, but... I'll, I'll rock with it for a little bit. <laughs> right, just, so, let's just talk about how awesome I, how awesome I am. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm a, right. I'm a, hey guys, I'm a Virgo. I like long strolls to the beach. Uh, some Thai food. Some Thai food. Yeah. R- romantic candles. Yes. Linen scented candles. No, I like uh, I like uh, I like either vanilla or 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 like purple, like whatever the purple one is. I forgot the purple one. Pur- purples, it's not a smell. <laughs> it's that purple the drink. Purple drink, yeah. <laughs> Sunny D, water, purple. purple drink. That's like the what's the Chappelle? lavender? Lavender the, is what I was. It lavender. was the word I was looking. Yeah, like the Chappelle bit. The ingredients to uh, to purple drink: sugar, water, and of course, purple. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so there's there's a reason why we're doing this uh, bo- bonus bodega episode. Uh, Gilbert, what's happening this weekend? The the uh, ever mysterious lovers rock <laughs> is finally coming to fruition um, uh, this Saturday at the Hilton Fort Lauderdale Beach Resort. Um, it's going to be uh, sponsored by Eleven Vodka, my good buddy Nelson. Shout out to Nelson, um, who I've known since my days at transit lounge you know 10 years ago i can't believe i'd say that's 10 years around but um um yeah we're we're, link, we're linking up and decided to bring uh, lovers rock and do a spring break edition and um yeah it's the first official kickoff party you know no more no more twitch i don't have time to twitch because i'm too busy djing because because we beat covid so um <laughs> we yeah. did not we did not beat covid we did not no, I'm just, I, but, uh, that, that being said, I still wear my mask everywhere. Yeah, don't, go, so. don't don't fake news on the podcast. No, no, there's no, no fake news. I wear my mask every day. Yeah, yeah, you're you're not twitching on you're not twitch streaming, but you're just twitching from stress, yeah, from, getting getting ready to get this started. And yeah, and from Monster Energy drinks. Uh, that too. Keep it going. Is, were you trying to sneak in a sponsor? That you know that's the that's the OG sponsor. Shout out to Harmony and Kyle. <laughs> Harmony and Kyle. <laughs> They're not with Monster anymore, are they? Uh, Harmony still is, yeah. All right, so I think she owns it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but, I've had I've had many a sponsor. I had Monster. I had Essential Water. Now Eleven Vodka. Yeah, you've been trying to sneak in Funky Voodoo for a while. Those motherfuckers. No, I'm on High Noon now, man. <laughs> You're on High Noon. Yeah, guys. I don't know who owns High Noon, but reach out to me. Re- reach out to DJ DJG Funk, uh, yeah. but of course, a special shout out to our sponsor, Apex Apparel. Yeah, shout out to Apex. I follow them on Instagram. It's about that, but uh, but yeah. So you know, of course, you guys hear us talk on the podcast and and you know shoot the shit, and but you know we figured we're gonna 
our special guest today is not so special to the podcast, but just a, uh, just a guy, just a dude. But uh, dude on the couch, the, the dude on the couch. <laughs> but you know, he is our very own, and and this is this is a big deal. I know he's been working on this project for a long time, so I figured let's actually get to know the man behind the funk. Oh, I like it. You like it? Yeah. But uh, and and you know. It's, I mean, pretty much since the beginning of this podcast, you've been talking about this mysterious lover's rock. Yeah, man, it was, it's, it's like, it's definitely something that I've, I've been, you know, wanting to do for a long time. Um, you know, I think, I think the next evolution of, of being, you know, somebody has been DJing for so long is to finally have your own party and, um, you know, curate the, the music that you want. You know, anybody that, that knows music, know this lover's rocks, like from a, uh, you know, from a Sade song. Um, and, um, you know, and, and just bringing good vibes and, and, and just, you know, not it's so this, this one, I, I say is with caution, this one's going to be a little bit more super mainstream because it is a, a spring break party and I'm catering to, to a younger crowd, but um, it's going to have the backbone of like that R and B party. And it's really, you know, a shout out to the ones that, you know, these R and B parties that were before me, you know, down here, um, we had, uh, uh, you know, uh, now that I can't think of the name, but <laughs> um, that's what happens when you get to our age. Yeah, yeah, and it'll come up to me as soon as I think about it. But um, you know, more more famous, you know, also famously, um, there's like the one four one four three party in um, in LA. Um, uh, there's a lovers and friends that's down here in Miami. Um, uh, Peach Fuzz, famously down in Miami, was kind of like it kind of started as like an R&B party, but it was kind of really kind of you know above that. And I never, you know, I feel like Broward's never really had that, so I wanted to kind of bring that vibe to to Broward County, and and hopefully, you know, this is the first of you know many to go. It's always been a plan of mine to make it just a once a month thing because, you know, uh, how, how many times is you know everybody gonna hear Jagged Edge, you know? But uh, 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 we'll see. You know, hopefully, this there's is one th there's always room for Jagged Edge. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, this will be you know, like I said, hopefully one of of many. Um, I'm already hopefully planning to take this to a new venue that where it's gonna be permanently, where it's not just a pool thing. It's just gonna be like a regular Saturday thing. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. See how successful this one is. Well, that's exciting, man, because I know this was a passion project for you, and and I know you've been working on it hard, and I, I know uh, Eric shares the same sentiment. You know, we're proud of you, and and, and thank you, man. Yeah. It's pretty dope. I mean, um, you know, and I bring it up on the podcast a lot, but you know, the fact that it's, it's a friendship that's been going on for 30 years, you know, you, Eric, myself, you know, other people that we've mentioned on the podcast where, you know, you're not, you're not just, you're not just a friend, you know, we're, we're all brothers, for you sure. know, yeah. but, uh, but it's always, it's always fun to watch, you know, uh, our group of friends do something and, and, and achieve something, you know, we've, I don't know how we survived the nineties, but, uh, but we did. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and, and some of us are actually doing something with our lives. So, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we've, we've come from a lot of friends that are promoters and, you know, obviously AJ is still doing, doing his thing, doing, he has, you know, huge house shows every, every week. Shout out uh, to he, AJ. Shout out yeah. to uh, He has uh, you know, at the venue here in Fort Lauderdale, um, you know, and, and, Think about how it it started just from from in Gainesville, you know. Like I, I mean, I, I think my I did my first party, which is called In Bloom, ironically enough, right from uh, for Nirvana. And, shocker, uh, shocker, yeah, shocker. I, you know what the funny thing is? I didn't even come up with the name. It was Boza that came up with the name. And shout but out it, to Boza. 
Yeah, shout out to Jose Rosa. Um, and um, you know, and that's how we I really started. I before before I was DJ, I I was the promoter. I you know I had thrown a few parties, um, and then you know our fellow friend Brant, you know DJ uh, DBJ was had ta- had turntables set up in his frat, and uh, and then uh, so we would always go there and practice. And then I remember he sold me those, which I, I don't even think he. Sh- had the right to sell me because i think those turntables were his frats turntables <laughs> but any, nonetheless he ended up buying a, a new set of of turntables and mixers and sold me the ones from from the fraternity so that's when i first got my first setup which was like you know two twelve hundreds on a little pioneer mixer or whatever and um yeah and it's, it's you know began from then <laughs> that was what how long that was 1990 like 97 or 98 well 97 is when i moved up to gainesville so, so 97 yeah yeah but uh god damn it we're fucking old yeah man but uh but yeah dude i mean look this is the the cool thing is uh, you know from the beginning of our friendship all of us it's the there's there's one there's one constant is uh we've all it's we've we've revolved ourselves around music we had friends that were you know successful local artists Mm -hmm. um you know in the punk scene i mean good variety of of pretty well-known and respected dj friends and uh you know now look we're in our 40s and now we're talking about music in a podcast you're throwing your own party so you know it's definitely been a bond in our group of friends so it's it's cool that we're still doing it at some capacity you know even though uh our fictional band dysfunctional youth never took off i know Uh, (laughs) we did we, we did have merch though we we had one shirt one shirt one shirt but that that I just said that i consider that merch we were ahead of our time we were <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah i mean look the, the another cool thing about not only our group of friends but us uh eric included is we've we've always been open to music where we listen to you know different genres of music and 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 uh it's it's also kind of the way you dj too right like you you play yeah, anything everywhere. everywhere yeah i mean i i think like i, I think some of the dopest djs like kind of like when you kind of know, um you know learn about their background is like they're they're all kind of like similar like they grew up skating listening to punk rock and hip-hop and but like i think even more down here in miami i think we got even more eclectic because we got you know like the spanish background right. you know so um you know uh I don't know. I, I think that that does make you well-rounded. And, and it's funny, like even now where we're, you know, at hidden, let's say at hidden garden where it's a predominantly, you know, younger crowd, I, you know, at, at one, one in the morning, I'm playing Cindy Lopper's, I mean, Cindy Lopper, Tina Turner's what's love got to do with it. And I'm yeah. like, everybody singing along to it, even though it's a younger crowd. So it's really just introducing them and kind of selling it while you're there, you know? So like I get on the mic and I'm like, I know you motherfuckers know this song, blah, blah, blah. You know? So I think that's part of, <laughs> that's part of, I don't, I don't, so I don't yell at them. Yeah. I don't so yell aggressive. at them. I don't yell at them, but, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I tell them, would you kindly please sing along? <laughs> and, and, let, and let's face it, Gilbert, at our age, at this point, it's always the younger crowd. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's always incorporating whatever new music is um, is around. Plus, but kind of always, you know, giving them a little throwbacks. And I think you know, it's it's just the throwbacks aren't as like the, my throwbacks aren't the new throwbacks. Like the new throwbacks are like Nelly and shit. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so, look, it, it's uh, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm a purist, but you always got to pay respect to the music that made made everything current happen 
Yeah, but if yeah. I pay cool cool D at a one one p or one a.m., it's not gonna it's not gonna. You don't know. Fly. You don't know. You don't know. Drop it one day, see what happens. Yeah, I get kicked out. Who cannot respect cool D? But uh, you know, the cool thing about what you're doing is it's not. It is a throwback. You're you're doing a throwback to these old parties, but you know it's the fact that I, I think personally that there'll be a lot. There's always more success when you put passion behind it. And you know, like I said, it's you know I don't can't remember when we started this podcast, but you know from your you started with us in our second episode, and Lovers Rock has always snuck its way in through the podcast. You know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I firmly believe that when you put passion behind it, it's, it, 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 it turns out to what exactly what you want it to be. And so I, I know that you're going to be successful with this and, 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 you know, we're excited. Unfortunately, I live in Texas, so I won't be able to see lovers rock happen, but you know, I, I, I'm excited that it's happening for you. Like I said, you're, you're a brother. So it's check, check the IG stories. You'll, 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 you'll feel like you're there. <laughs> that means somebody has to be more active on on social media yeah well i mean honestly well i got you know we got photographers and all that stuff showing up that day so um it'll be well documented um and you fancy uh, fuck listen man we got we got when we do it we got to do it right so uh so yeah. we got a lot we got a lot of people involved a lot of uh a lot of uh a lot of juggling different different parts but yeah. you know who you don't have involved is Apex Apparel our sponsor? They, they listen. <laughs> I do. I, I do. I. You know. And I. I mean, speaking of that, you know, Mike. I had. I've always had the vision of, of it being. You know, also having like you know merch and stuff, which I. You know, obviously, I do. I still have my the original Sade shirt and all that stuff, which I'm gonna sell at the event. But if we do uh, are able to have a, the monthly party, I still want to bring the concept. Excuse me. Of having a different shirt every month. Um. You know. Uh. And still kind of keep it and, and make it, you know, the whole Lover's Rock brand, you know, so um, that's still definitely um, a possibility. And once once we settle down, settle in on a on a on a new venue to to host the parties the rest of the year, um, I think we'll we'll bring that back. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, so. Like I said, it's it's kind of hard, kind of hard to to say, hey, you know, like, uh you know, talk about your influences since we all grew up together. So, so we know what each other's influences are, but yeah, you know, like, so why, why the focus on, on, I, I know you wanted to kind of pay homage to, to the old R and B parties, but, but why, why select that? Why, what was the, what was the, the thinking behind that? Because I think you can, you can, you can go to any club and hear the, the latest new hip hop or, or what it is, but you know, when you come, you know, you know, and especially I wanted to make it like a day party and, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's not, I, I don't know if you're gonna hear pop smoke and, you know, five in the afternoon, you know what I mean? But yeah. I don't know, it just, um, I just kind of like, kind of like that and do something different. Like I said, there's nothing like that in Broward. I wanted to bring that kind of vibe to, to Broward County. And, you know, and, and it's not, you know, it's not just throwback. So it, it'll have, and it's not just R&B, it'll have a mix of all of all the stuff, but it's going to be kind of always grounded on on r&b you know like even my my lovers and rock uh, my lovers rock the edit mixes that i did the edit, edit mix that i did um you know it's all remixes but it's all it's got all kind of like that r&b vibe to it so um you know and um it's uh, you're gonna be able to party a little bit too you know it's not just you know uh 
R&B, but it's it's always going to be kind of based off that, you know? Right. So, well, Which is cool because if you're doing it at, at the time of day you're doing it, you know, it's part of it should be having fun and some of it should be kind of background music. Right, yeah, it's sexy. You're just there for, you know, enjoy the vibe and like, you know, having some drinks during the day and, and just hanging out, you know? And then as the night goes on, then, you know, we'll turn it up a little bit, you know? Turn it up a little bit. Yeah. Vibes and turning it up. Vibes but, and turning it up. But, the, the you know, I, it's funny because, you know, obviously I'm going to post this, uh, this little bonus bodega prior to our Biggie episode, which comes out tomorrow. Baby, baby. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny how as of most recent, the reason I brought up the podcast was, you know, because you highlighted, um, you highlighted uh, Bruno Mars's new song. Oh, yeah. Which is a, a perfect throwback to, you know, it was funny because you had mentioned there was a, a kind of a throwback to to Motown. I, I I think it's a little bit further than Motown, like leading into, you know, 80s going into 90s as well. You know, just because there, there's a good balance there because you hear you hear the band in the back and then like the, you know, the mix between Bruno Mars and, and Anderson Pock, like. It, it, it kind of feels like it goes through several eras of R&B, mm-hmm. but I've always thought that some of the best party joints were like R&B remixes and, you know, um, like the upbeat R&B that was, you know, in the 90s and early 2000s. And then, you know, even a lot of, and I wouldn't, kind of the Motown sound where you had a lot of, you know, upbeat songs. And they're the perfect blend for for a party where because, you know, you, you don't want to overdo it and get everybody too excited dancing. And then, you know, they dance for a little bit, walk off the floor. You got to have that that kind of tempo that that just keeps it at, at, a, at a good level. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, and, you know, when you're in, you know, they, they talk about like uh, there's like this kind of like uh, controversy, I guess you can say, through like the DJ community about uh, what an open uh, opener DJ should be playing. Um, and cause you don't, you don't, you don't want to burn the, the, the main DJ, right? So you, it's right. not like you're going to pay all the, go and start playing all the hits, like playing Cardi and pop smoke and all these guys, you know, at 11 o'clock. And at the same time, you kind of want to set, kind of pace everybody in a, in a way. So like in the beginning, you know, of the night, they should be just kind of hanging out, dr- get, getting some drinks, you know, and you're slowly building them up right. as you go until you get to like that 12 o'clock or what, you know, depending on what, you know, now with curfews, but you know. 12 o'clock one o'clock now where let's say the headliner comes on and now he gives them straight hits for two hours you know and then the same thing with the closing you want to keep that energy up but you know obviously all the all the you know all the good songs will probably be playing that part so it's really up to you to to dig and figure out what you know how to keep that momentum going the rest of the night you know right right it's almost like the way comedians work like you have an opener that warms up the crowd and then sure you know you have the headliner that you know that tears tears place up but so the the person that's opening for you, right? Do you have an opener or is there, no? Is, I'm I'm actually the opener. I'm actually opening. Open? I'm opening and closing. Okay, and then yeah, who, who's the other person DJing with you? Um, it's uh the homie DJ Action. Um, he's uh you know just a local kid um from from down here in uh in Fort Lauderdale. Um, he spins everywhere. You know he's got a good pulse of, of the crowd of of Fort Lauderdale. So I just wanted to bring somebody local, and I even even for the most part, like you know I I've always wanted to 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 bring some and and bring some local talent, like you know Louis Arson, who's a dope DJ. Uh, uh, Radio, um, you know, Rafi Pryor, all these guys that are that are from from 
from down here that are you know really dope DJs and just give them a, a chance to shine and 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 just kind of vibe. I I, I do want to make it where where it's a place that that DJs come out and hang out and just listen to good music before they got to go to their regular gigs. You right? Because I'm doing it. It's a day party, you know. So they can come chill out, have a few drinks, listen to some good music, jump on the tables if they want to, and then you know they go do their gig after. You know. That's a cool idea. It almost treat it like a showcase or a, or or like for lack of a better term, like a, you know, like a, an industry party, you know, where you're in a way. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they, 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 we, you know, um, a few years back, um, they did like this, uh, shoe, like a, kind of like, um, it was, um, kind of like a, like a shoe reseller thing right. where, um, they, and they set it up and they had just blaze there, but it was cool because it was like all just DJ friends hanging out, you know, they actually had like a DJ battle too. So, um, uh, and it was just cool. And I kind of like that. Like, I kind of like that vibe, how it was. So I wanted to like bring the same, same concept, you know, and, uh, and, and, you know, hopefully these guys, you know, a bunch of guys are coming and girls could come hang out and have some fun and then, you know, go do their regular gig, you know? Yeah, I, I actually think that's cool. And, and that works because I, I think I've always noticed when there's a group of DJs together and they start, uh, you know, they start dicking around all together on stage that you almost get the best out of them because, you know, they appreciate what one DJ is doing. And then all of a sudden he'll jump on and he goes, oh, dude, I know a great song that mixes with this and then throws right. it. And then that's when it becomes fun. And unfortunately, that's when you get a crowd around the booth and just wanting to see what you guys do. But, <laughs> and then that's when, you know you gotta spray water at them and get away from you but um no it's you know it's interesting how how as much as hip-hop has evolved that the two constants for me personally because hip-hop itself has changed the you know the the lyricist side of it but the two constants has always been the dj and and the breakdancing element you know because breakdancers will always be breakdancers you know they evolve and make better moves but you still have the base of you know up rocks and taking it to the ground and you know you know doing flares and keeping it dramatic um but the djs yeah the equipment's changed but the idea is still the same people are still scratching mixing beat juggling and making sure that they keep the vibe you know so like, you know, uh, I think it was Ice-T that said it, or I can't remember, or, or Karis one, I can't remember who it was, but they say it's, they're the party rockers. Like, yeah, of course, hip hop isn't shit without the DJ. It, you know, I mean, and that that's what, like, what Cool Herc was doing in, in you know, in, uh, in Sedwick, you know, it's, he was throwing parties in the fucking basketball court out in the street, you know, and, and that's, that's what made hip hop, hip hop. That's what made the party. Was. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think some, some part of the being a, a good DJ, too, is just, you know, like anybody can just sit there and play songs. You can anybody can learn and mix, learn to mix records together. Right. Um, you know, especially with when Serato came about, whereas now you see like the, the actual waveform on, right. on your computer so you can match it. So it's it's easier. Right. But do you know the, the ins and out, outs of these songs, how to how to get in? How to, you know, literally there's, there's songs that I, I play just to get the opening of it. And then I just cut out of it, you know? And right. so how do you navigate through these songs and all, make it all make sense? Um, and, um, and I think that's part of being a dope DJ, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I could just play a song and let it ride and then put, you know, once that song over, mix it to the other. Yeah. But it's, it's that's, no fun. That's the easy the part. Energy, yeah. Right. That's the easy part. You know, yeah. so it's keeping the energy up for sure. Yeah. Look, th this is what is true about DJs. They're music historians. You know, so 
it's you when you talk to a well-versed DJ, or when you even when you listen to you know these DJs that that have been uh, posting uh, IG videos, it's especially lately. Like you know, you alluded to this several episodes ago. Uh, you know, when they're digging deep in their catalog, mm -hmm. you know, because it's you start thinking, oh, one, what song will blend with this one? Oh shit, this was sampled from this. Let me dig deep because the cool thing about the the passion of music or especially when you're dj and this is my assumption i'm not a dj but i'm a huge fan of music and you know like i grew up playing percussion with my old man and and it makes you want to dig more it makes you like you know you want to find like a, a sound that nobody's heard or you want to find like the latest artist before the next person does um you know or you know you want to be able to mix in a song or blend in a song that you know, nobody ever expected that, you know, you'd be able to throw in there, yeah. you know, and that, that's, you know, what I, what I've always been a fan of, and I mean, you guys have known this for years is, you know, I've always lived in the old school, especially when it comes to the, the Boogaloo and jet and Latin jazz era. And I thought, not only because it reminds me of my dad, but I love the musicianship in it and how those songs, uh, they're not forgotten because they live in a lot of modern hip hop songs, but they have been forgotten historically. Like, you know, those artists never made money off of that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they never got to live off of that shit. They, they played those, they played those sounds because they loved music. And, you know, with the DJ, it's, you're going to a librarian, you're going to a historian of music, that when, like you said, when they're a super dope DJ, you know, they'll know exactly, hey, I know that song. I know that record. Or, you know, it's, I mean, even watching you when you first started DJing and we would go to, you know, record stores and, and you know, you're just digging, digging and listening, you know, pulling out records, going to the record player that's in the store and listening to see, oh shit, this is a banger. I gotta, I gotta pull it out. So, it's a unique passion, you know, and, and like in the five elements of, of hip hop, it's, it's an art form that I appreciate because you're not only appreciating the music, but you're appreciating the history of it, you know, and one of the funner episodes to do that we've done was uh, on the second episode when, when you came on as we went from, you know, picking up all those old school, all those old school sounds, and then you came in and kind of did the next phase of, of where hip hop went, but you still blended in those old school sounds with that. And, you know, leading into what you're doing now is, you know, you're still playing off of what now is considered old school, you know, and blending it with a little bit more modern, but it's, it's still feel good music, which right now more than anything is what we need is to feel good. And, 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 you know, kind of kind of bring like like you've been saying like these good vibes back because yeah i mean i, I mean to me personally like i've never been you know every I, i've never been a like a you know a nightclub dj where it was like you know bottle service you know you're playing you know just a straight up hits you know left you know I, i've never been about that i've always you know you know the year spinning at transit lounge one of the dive bars or whatever you know what i mean so um so i always got to play a little bit more open format than than normal you know right. um but, but that's that's what i love playing i love I, I don't like sticking to to a genre i mean i can do it but it's not my favorite thing you know but 
I think that that may become boring after a while. You know, when you stick to one genre. You know, well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 if you, all you're gonna do is play the top forty hits, you know, uh, you know, just pick out the top forty hits. Like, how 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 fun is that? You know, it's, yeah. it's, I, anybody could do that. You know, yeah. so um, to me, it's really bring you know bringing those elements of new to with the old um, and and different genres. You know, um, I, I think to, there's a couple of times like you know when to me my favorite thing is like, damn, I hadn't heard that song in a long time. Oh, dope! I like that. I like that you haven't heard that in a long time or you know like i think i, I had i done a mix and and for for a website or you know like for um a podcast and it was like the 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 comment on it was a very open format mix I'm like yes because i literally go through everything so yeah. those are more compliments to me than anything else you know yeah no, and you know what you you got to be something to everybody especially when you're when you're at a club because not everybody's the same Mm -hmm. Or not everybody digs the same shit, you know, like it's, you got to be able to, you know, like you're looking around in the crowd, you got a group of frat boys, a bunch of girls celebrating a night out, uh, you know, couples, you know, you have what we are now, the old guys in the club and, you know, so you got to be something for everybody. And the good thing is, you know, no matter how old music gets, a it's never irrelevant. You know, just you know, like I said, going back, going back to the uh, Bruno Mars uh, song with with Anderson Park, it's you know that song's gonna be a hit. Mm -hmm. But you could play that song and somebody uh, play that song with a group of people that grew up in the you know in the '60s and '70s and '80s, and they'll I like that song because it's it's a good reminder of that era, but it's still fresh enough where you know somebody and i could go oh shit that's dope but the only one that'll recognize you know the interesting parts of, of, of a song like that would be a dj because yeah. i'm like you know you're sitting back there going if these motherfuckers knew that this really ain't new you know like this is old school shit it's just you know been rewrapped we talk about it but you know what what that song gives me vibes of jackson five yeah more than anything else I, but, I get uh, jackson bruno, five bruno mars by himself gives you jackson vibes period yeah yeah you know like, but it's, i talk about a fucking amazing entertainer he's like, he's incredible. he's the whole package yeah he's incredible but uh but no man i i said we we thought it'd be a good idea to do this this little this little chat and and uh dude i'm i'm honestly um you know eric and i we were talking about it uh when i was on my way home from work is we're proud of you we're happy we're excited. We know it's going to be successful. You, you've been, you've been, uh, and we know that this has been a passion for you and, you know, it, it's, we're excited. We're excited. I think it's going to be a great event. It sucks that I live over a thousand miles away. <laughs> I know, man. Uh, fucking Rona. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, dude, I, I think it's going to be fun and, and it's, it's cool that we did this. So, you know, one people get an idea of the event and, and, uh, people get, to know you as a DJ, not just the guy that moved from the couch to the podcast. Moving uh, on up. Moving on up. But, uh, but yeah, I'd like, I, I, if there's anything else you want to talk about the event um, or just just talk, you know, mention it again with the details. Yeah, if you want me more information, just you can go on um, Instagram and uh, either go on my page, D DJ G Funk MIA, or go to the actual Lovers Rock Party uh page um and um and check out that 
um man it's gonna be fun man it's it's it'll be a, a fun time i mean it's gonna be 12 to 7 hopefully we get some good weather fingers crossed and um it's gonna be just a fun time so come check it out yeah. and of course we'll be posting it on the Be bodega uh instagram page uh also don't say weather uh to the people in texas we still oh yeah yeah we went from from uh an ice age to now it's hot and it's windy and the most temperamental weather in the country by far but um look this is also still respecting uh you know the current state of the world you know put on a mask when you go talk to the dj you know he is a father Please. he does have a little one yes uh and, you'll you know, see you'll, you'll see me masked up yeah and uh i look you're doing that just as as a tribute to daft punk just covering your face oh that'd be dope man uh, but you know uh, how hot it would be outside in the pool at 12 o'clock on a the, fucking saturday in in, in march in yeah, my and for Lauderdale. yeah good you can't you can't be daft g funk in florida no no good god I, I, that tells me that the I, I think i said it on the podcast the story about about am doing the uh yeah the, the, yeah he said that he had to have they had to have put fans on there because i mean it's this was in i think in edc las vegas i think it was it was for halloween so um so yeah i mean he had to have fans on there and and when he took that helmet off it looked like he was just jumped out of the shower you know yeah, fuck that, dude vegas in the summer fuck that that's what i'm saying right. man you know what the, shout out to those guys like marshmallow daft punk like to hold on to that gimmick it, how many nights do you think those guys were just uncomfortable as fuck luckily they only played for like an hour so they, they, it's not I, I, much for them that's still an hour listen bro do you um, know how much marshmallow makes to to play for one show uh, he, could, he could he could he could he could he could sweat a little bit under the helmet. Yeah, but think about it. How many years did it take him to be Marshmallow? How many times of course he's not making that money until until he had that helmet, uh, until the helmet became iconic. Man, there there was the um I forgot the name of the club now, but they were um they 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 didn't they didn't last very long, but it was one of these mega clubs in in Vegas and they had signed Marshmallow I want to say Cardi B and like basically doing like a yeah, like, a, like a residency weekly residency i don't know about cardi b weekly but i know marshmallow was a, a week a weekly re residency and and I, bro, I think they signed him to like like a three million dollar contract for i don't know how many you know years but he basically i think it came out to like three hundred thousand dollars a show oh for, for that i wore a fucking helmet in the fucking that's what i'm saying on the surface of the sun fuck that and same with calvin harris i think when calvin harris had his residency in vegas he was making like a couple hundred thousand and they would fly him in private jet from wherever he was Kevin you know, Harris also didn't wear a giant marshmallow on his head. Kevin Huddy. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, man, shout out to them. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. If you were a big fucking G on your head. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> God. I yeah, I God bless him, man. No, uh, that that's uh, that that I, I don't know how I mean I the, the DJ doesn't need a gimmick, dude. You know, like it, it's worked for them. I, I guess it's like the EDC scene, it makes perfect sense. But yeah, there's I, no like a uh, like hip hop DJ or or open format DJ. That yeah, has, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Imagine like fucking Kid Capri, like with a fucking helmet on or some shit. Could, you know, you could do like uh, rest in peace, like MF Doom. But it was partial. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you don't have to do a full on like like helmet. You know what I mean? You could do you, like okay. some fucking okay. cool mask or okay, something. Okay, You remember how much it sucked when we were kids wearing those Halloween masks with the rubber those band? Are, and those the... things are the worst things. <laughs> why, why did our parents do that shit to uh, us? That, that dude, that should be your gimmick. 
you should get one of those old school Halloween masks. And like a hook, a, like a hook mask. Yeah, yeah. And then like the fucking plastic part cuts your lip. Oh my god, it's the worst. That was, and then, and then, and then. I mean, for for us chunky folks, like the 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 little plastic suit that you would put on that that thing that, that only co- only covers the front part of your body, and Gross. in the back you could see the string. Yeah, like, and, yeah. like like a hosp- like the hospital gown. Yeah, yeah it, was it was even worse. It was like ash- the those Ash fake showing plastic, out yeah dude. like those fake plastic covers that you put on a table for yeah, like a birthday bro. party dude, that, dude the, the worst bro I'm, I'm gonna buy you one of those fucking masks i'm gonna send it to you, you I, i'm, I'm trying to think of, of who i was man i god around that time what it would have been like I'm, I'm assuming it was probably something like a transformer something like that gi joe maybe so I, i'll look i'm gonna share an embarrassing story so i, I never I was never really a Halloween kid. You know, I never, I didn't dress up that much. I mean, and with both hands, I can tell you how many times I, I dressed up for Halloween, but I'll never forget. I was in a, in elementary school and you know, we was Poe, but I had to, so we went to, here's, here's a throwback. Only old Miami people know this. So we got the costume as Saide. Saide. Which is actually theirs. Cubans have a flair of, or, or have a knack of changing the names of fucking. I, I, I thought you were going to go to, to, uh, El Pala, El, no, El Palacio de Jugos. El, 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 El Palacio de los, de los Magos. La Casa, no, La, la Casa, la casa de los Magos. La Casa de los Trucos. But so, um, so this was like, like I, maybe it could have been the day of Halloween or the day before where there's nothing left. And you remember they used to come in in a box with a cellophane top mm-hmm. so you could see the mask. Mm-hmm. So it was the face of an Ewok, right? When I get home, we open it. It's the, the Ewok face, but it was Princess Leia's outfit. <laughs> so that, <laughs> that, that was, that's how I went to, to this little party at the school but it ended up just being my regular clothes halfway through the night and my mask because I dude, I was so embarrassed because I'm wearing the mask and it says Leia. I like right on the right on the breastplate. That is amazing. Yeah. So look at that. 30 years and you had never heard that story. That's, that is amazing, bro. Shout out to Cider. Rest in peace, Cider. Yo, so I I I the, the thing that I remember from Cider was the print-on shirts. Remember that they would my so you know you know that bruce lee's my my hero mm-hmm. that was my first printed shirt from side was it's bruce lee and it's it's the scene in enter the dragon where he has you know after he's been scratched mm-hmm. with a dragon behind his back the bad part is those shirts only last like a week one oh, wash terrible. one yeah, yeah. wash and like his face is missing yeah yeah, yeah. The, the dragon looks like he has a hoof instead of a claw Remember, you used to, you'd be able, you used to print. You could put your name in the back. Remember, they had the, yeah, the yeah. iron-on things. Yeah. yeah, I think mine was um mine was a uh, mine was a, a bumblebee <laughs> from Transformers. Yeah, the, uh, and it said, and, and I don't, I, I don't, I can't remember if it says Gilbert or Hibetico in the back. For sure, Hibetico. For sure, Hibetico. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't say you don't remember, bitch. You know that it's that he No, because I think, you, bro, I think you have to pay for, per word, man. So you know, it yeah. times <laughs> But for sure, said he betico. He betico. But uh, but no, dude, shout out to Saide, and and it always smelled like popcorn because they yeah. had that little popcorn area. Yep. Uh, see, we Damn, need that, dude. 
We need that. There's there's certain stores we need back. Cited. Cited for sure. Here's service merchandise. Service merchandise. Uh, and, and to me, uh, uh, I don't know about what music store would it be. Would it be um, uh, Specs or um, Pe- was it Peaches? Peaches, right? Peaches the yeah. had the records. Peaches yeah. had records. Yeah. I, well, it was funny because I re- <laughs> or Cardinals. No, because <laughs> I think only a handful of people know Cardinals or YNTs. YNTs. Oh, y- well, no, YNTs still there. Is it's it? not in the same spot. It's it's on Bird Road and like eighty something, um, but it's it's a quarter of the size of the old one. I the original YNT was the best. The one that was on on Bird, the, the uh, one right, on, right around the corner from the the drugstore. Yeah, exactly. From by yeah. my mom, my mom's old house, yeah. or my mom's house. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, I remember we they used to have the shirts like we would get all, and although it was so cool back then, it was like that's where we got all the the punk um the yeah. punk seven inches remember yeah. yeah no well i remember i remember you we used to go on the same run like when uh before i moved to gainesville and you'd come down and you'd come down to visit i'd go with you to car jewels and then ynt and then always just watch you buy fucking records and then i ended up buying fucking records but <laughs> but no, it, was, it was funny that you say peaches because before i think when i when I came back to Miami from Gainesville, I only stayed at home for like a year and then I moved out. But my my mom always had a shit ton of records. And I I took a, I took a Carpenter's record from my mom. And on the corner it had a Peaches sticker. Nice. Like the price tag. I should have yeah. kept the I should have just kept the price tag. The the peaches, rest in peace, peaches. Yeah. I remember I I, I, I YNT, I remember that's where we got our milk shed seven inch. We got cotton yeah. side seven inch. Bingo like, Mutt. Bingo Mutt. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, because they, they they had a lot of they had a whole little section of local punk artists. Local punk artists. Yeah. yeah. It was it was so cool, man. Yeah, no, dude. It, it, it's well, I mean, when was it? Uh probably about two, three years ago, vinyl outsold. Any other, well, aside from streaming, had also oh, yeah, any yeah. other physical copies. Yeah, but but now look how many stores you go to now. And they have a vinyl section. Mm-hmm. And Best Buy sells vinyl. Uh, the the Tar- a, Target sells vinyl. Dude. Target. There's a Barnes and Noble right next to my house that has. Oh yeah. They they shifted where uh, a lot of the new release books were, and it's just nothing but vinyl and record players. And now, dude, tapes are coming back. That's crazy. Which is stupid. I mean, who I needs? Mean, who needs that yeah. in their life? Well, well, it's funny. I like I don't understand how the progression went from records to tape, and I know it's size and and you know and portability, but I, I you know with a record you could jump around just by moving the needle. With a tape, like you let's say you like the last song on 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 side A, you got to fast forward through that whole fucking thing holding on. Or yeah. if you don't, if you don't have a, uh, uh, if your fast forward or rewind is broken, then you got to use a pen. <laughs> Did you know what's funny? I, I actually told a story about your old cougar today. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. How do you, whatever the fuck that metal contraption was that we used to have to stab your radio yeah. with. Yeah. 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 But no, it, it, well, that's like Eric in his car when we got stuck with, uh, whoop, there it is for months because we couldn't inject, the, we couldn't inject the tape from his, from his, uh, car. Oh but God. yeah, thank God, thank God for for streaming and and downloading and make it so much easier. But owning a physical copy was always fun. Like I see, I didn't mind CDs because they're quick. You could go through them quick. If you had a solid disc, you were okay. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you didn't have, if you only had a tape player in your car, you had that tape adapter that would stick into the tape player. You can play CDs. Yeah. But then you, a friend, whoever's a passenger, had to hold it so it wouldn't skip. That was the right. only drawback. But well, you know, it's funny. I think, I think, um, like, uh, uh being a DJ, you, you tend to be a hoarder to begin with, like whether it's records and all that <laughs> stuff, but like, even now, like MP3, there's, I, I've, I've talked to you before about that, the, the record pool beat source, which is basically like a Spotify for DJs. Um, and, but you don't own, you physically don't own the MP3. It's it, you're streaming it basically. So, right, yeah. but DJs are like, but, but no, but I want that MP3. It's like, why do you want to fill up your hard drive with, you know, you're right because they're orders. You, yeah because we're yeah. orders but but think about the pride of a dj like when you like, look at my record collection yeah you know like even still like uh look at these who who was it that spent like two days taking pictures eight I'm, gigs of music that yeah, i have yeah yeah look i can't even push it bow, in this laptop anymore bow to, right? bow to <laughs> me yeah I had, yeah like but it, it happened with vinyl look at look at brant when he had when in that uh little little room he had in his grandparents house well no but, he has he still has all that stuff in his garage man oh He's i know a huge section yeah yeah but but i mean remember it started there and then like oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it like progressively grew into you know this massive collection but it, look i i appreciate artwork from a from an album cover you know like uh eventually or you know I'll, I'll be moving out of this apartment soon is like the next progression, whenever we end up getting the B Bodega Studio, or <laughs> or in the next but is, you know, as much as I love having these old school posters behind me, and my my wannabe Joe Rogan flag behind me, mm-hmm. uh, is that just to you know uh, frame old old uh, old records and even do like when they would do the marble press on on printed vinyl where you'd see like swirls or like. Dude, I loved all that shit. What I loved about pump records is that on the 45s, they did, like the cotton side was a, like a transparent green. Yep. Right? Like that. I, I I appreciate that artwork. And then, you know, obviously, like I have I have some vinyl records left. Obviously, I, I you know, with the controversial or not, you know, one of the to me, one of the coolest album covers or album neck, uh, or, you know, vinyl covers is still Thriller. Like, especially when you open it up. Yeah. And, you know, but, you know, it, it's, it's, there's a lot to love about music, you know, artwork from covers, you know, uh, the music itself, when you actually get one of those cool printed vinyls, you know, that are swirled or see-through red or see-through green, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I guess, music is a passion, whoever's involved in it, you know, and, but speaking of passions, uh, you know, I'm I'm excited about your project, dude. And you better you, post bro. a lot of shit up because I live too far away to go there. And, and yes, uh, I'll make you I'll make, I'll make you feel like you're there. I mean, <laughs> you know, you're gonna be holding a camera. We out here live, recorded. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, brother, I'm excited for you. I'm proud of you, and uh, thank you for doing this little bonus bodega for sure, and, man. Uh, and dude, everybody that's in Broward, Miami, you know, go go check out uh, DJ G Funk and his lovers rock pool party um any parting words gilbert peace and love people bodega family oh and a throwback <laughs> a throw, throwback bodega closer <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening peace, we're out <laughs>